Hey folks, I know that I don't know. So I'm the type of person who needs to learn and teach. Now I know I can't learn while I'm talking. I learn by listening. And I teach by learning. I also teach by listening and talking at the right time. Now I can create change through power and influence. And I create that power through efficient work. I do efficient work by learning. Now influence by reaching and then teaching. See, I'm, I'm a quiet fellow, but I'm not silent. Here are a couple of things that I'm learning. First big idea is that slavery began in 1865 with the Emancipation Proclamation. Now that's not a typo and that's not a misstatement on my part. Just follow me. Slavery has morphed into this stealth, sophisticated system of oppression and control as opposed to this overt brutal system of outright human ownership. Now this system is fueled by false ideas of equality rather than outright inequality. See the subtleties? Now it's also fueled by unspoken bias and a desire to control. Now this desire to control reinforces oppression in a subtle, ironic way. See, hurt people can hurt people. And used people sometimes use people. Controlled people want to control other people. So we sometimes accept being oppressed as long as we get to be in charge of something or someone, as long as we can oversee. Or we accept being oppressed because it's somehow written into our institutional rules and culture. And I'm talking about institutions like the family, education, religion, government, medicine, arts and entertainment, and media. These are the institutions that shape our values and influence our thoughts. Now they're smooth with it, but they control us through education, focus, and finance. Keep working with me. These institutions don't deny my right to education. Instead, they offer me one that they design to facilitate their interests. Even the family. Even the family doesn't like that. Now, if their design is all I want, then that's all I get. Now, I can be innovative and original as long as I cite other authoritative sources that can validate my ideas. They don't deny my right to consume media. Instead, they hope I consume it in an obsessive, distracting 
way. They hope I spend my days talking, stalking, and squawking. They hope I chase every chicken and jump down every rabbit hole. They hope that I am so full of my opinions that I never learn to empathize, analyze, or synthesize. They don't deny my right to earn a living. They control the living that I earn. Now I earn that living either by working for wages or by being self-employed and working for my customers. I sow into the future promises of pensions and 401ks but know very little about how they invest my deferred earnings. Now I overlook that ignorance as unnecessary details because I'm not really trying to face that fact. I can get financing for a car easily. Now getting investors to support my business plan, that's a little tougher. Man, I'm painting quite a dark reality, huh? Be that as it may, this is my truth. This is my hard truth about the bad news. Now, there's good news, though, for those who keep making moves and learning. Now, here's the good news presented as my, my second big idea. That second big idea is that judo, judo and its self-control principles, enlighten freedom fighters who want to learn. Now, I'm not a judo master. I'm not a judo student. I'm just a learner who adapts and applies all lessons, and I think there's some great ones in the world of judo. Judo teaches simple lessons. Now let me paraphrase and pardon my paraphrasing. The first lesson of judo is that resisting a more powerful opponent will get your behind whooped, told you in paraphrasing, or create other collateral damage. Second nugget, adjusting to and evading your opponent's attack will cause them to lose their spiritual, mental, and physical balance. Now this loss of balance reduces your opponent's power and makes them susceptible to defeat. Now maintaining that spiritual, mental, physical balance allows a weaker opponent, as it were, to defeat a stronger one. There you go. All right, this sounds good, Derek. How do you apply this in real life? Okay, I'm going to apply it to my real life. Been through many battles, got a couple of scars. And as I recover from them, I won some, I lost some. Every now and then I had to back up, retreat. But through it all, I've learned that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Simple lesson. So I don't argue, scheme, debate. That, that ain't my style. I spit, state, and relate. I'm the owner of my education. I do not allow media to feed, consume, and distract me. I'm self-employed, but
but I've learned how to maintain leverage with my customers. See, the customer is always right, so choose customers carefully. That is the balance, folks. All money ain't good money. Sometimes less is more. You make a living through your giving. Learn to turn two into four. I'm converting all my ideas into intellectual properties like this video podcast you're watching, songs, books, any form of content that can allow learning to take place. And I'm financing, publishing, and marketing all of them myself. Trust me, I understand that this road is not to the swift, but rather to the one who maintains. So stay aligned and on your grind and stay in your own lane. Keep it slow and steady. That's it, nice and smooth. Always do your homework. Believe that God will approve. What I want lies on the other side of what I will risk and sacrifice. Now I'll risk being called crazy by those who subscribe to conventional wisdom. I'll sacrifice short-term possessions and security for long-term freedom and opportunity. It's freedom ain't free, folks. I will risk my position, as it were, to claim my authority. Selah. And thank you, as always, for listening. Grace and peace.